0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Second Take. Today we're going to be pivoting back to the NFL side of things. Um, We're going to be going through the San Francisco 49ers, the Houston Texans, and can Tyreek Hill continue his hot streak and break Calvin Johnson's record? So... We're just gonna go ahead and get right into it. Starting with the San Francisco 49ers, today they played the um Eagles and they won the game 42 to 19. That game really wasn't even close. Um Roland, are the 49ers favorites in the NFC or just favorites in the NFL in general?
1: Been saying it. I've been saying it. Victory Lap, this 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 segment of the podcast for all of you that are about to listen watch it's just gonna be one victory lap for me because ever since the beginning of the year i've been saying san francisco's the best team in the nfl they went out they laid the wood on the eagles just like they did the cowboys and when it comes to big time games against big time opponents there's not another team when healthy that is better than the san francisco 49ers it's just Plain and simple. The only thing that will derail this team from winning the Super Bowl is if one of their star players gets injured. And honestly, even if one uh, gets injured, unless it's Christian McCaffrey, I think he's probably their most important offensive piece. And then, of course, their quarterback, because no team without a good quarterback can do anything. Uh, They could still pull it out. But as long as they're healthy, there's not a single team in the league that can match up, you know, mano y mano versus this team.
0: Yeah, and you brought up a really good point. Um, Every time the San Francisco's have played someone who's considered good or the upper-tier teams in the NFL – they've killed them and it hasn't even been close. They beat the Cowboys 42 to 10. They beat Jacksonville 34 to three. And today they beat the Eagles who coming in had one loss uh, 42 to 19. So every time they play high level competition, they go above and beyond and they come ready to play. Um, They had that three game losing streak against uh, decent teams. They also had a lot of injuries during that time. Um, Not just one guy that had like three, four guys out for that team. Um, And with this team kind of coming back to the normal of what we've been used to seeing from them all year. um, And in particular, their QB play has been really, really good. Do you think the MVP is in reach for a guy like Brock Purdy on this team?
1: I mean, it's in reach for pretty much anybody at this point. I don't really think there's a front runner. Um, If I had to put, My eggs in a quarterback basket, it would be probably Lamar. Um, But to be honest, there's five dudes that can win the MVP right now. Brock Purdy has put his name in the basket. So it's definitely not out of reach. I think his biggest argument against is when the team needed him to carry the most. Back in that during that three game losing streak, he didn't really perform. Right, that's his one blemish this year is when he lost his number one weapon, which is Christian McCaffrey, when Debo Samuel got injured and he needed to start backpacking the offense a bit more. He didn't really pull it off. Uh he had some shaky games there in that three game skid. And I think that's what's gonna deter voters from voting him most valuable player. Um, that and the fact that his team is so stacked, you put on you put almost any quarterback that's in the upper tier of like the upper 15 quarterbacks in the league and they probably do as well. Um that shouldn't be taking anything away from Brock Purdy's season because at the end of the day you got to make the right reads, you got to make the right choices. Um uh, but it's definitely a possibility.
0: Yeah, I mean, sad good year so far, 3100 yards, 23 touchdowns, six interceptions, but I honestly think he might not even be the most valuable player for his team, which I think would be why I wouldn't uh, believe he is at least an MVP winner this year. I think Christian McCaffrey is the most valuable player on this Niners team. I mean, going back to that trade last year, they really took off after they traded for him. And he's by far the best running back in the league with this combination of rushing and receiving. So I think just the fact that he's that... I wouldn't consider Brock Purdy the most valuable player on this team. Um, or even on the offense would deter me from saying he is a true MVP candidate. I mean, Hurts was my favorite because the Eagles were way better than everyone, plus his rushing touchdowns. But now the Eagles, you know, Hertz has a lot of turnovers. Eagles are only one game better than the next bec- uh, best teams. So that domination factor isn't really there anymore. So it is still pretty open, but... Um, I, I really, truly believe Christian McCaffrey has been the most valuable player for this Niners team this season.
1: Without a doubt. Um, once he went down, the whole offense just went to crap for some reason. You know, I've never really seen that type of an impact out of the type of player Christian McCaffrey is because he's not only a great runner, he's not only a great running back, but he's a great receiver of two, you know. So he's really the embodiment of what a dual threat running back is. And he averages well over a hundred yards a game in total offense. He scores every game. Like there's only been, I think one game this year where he didn't get in the end zone. Just one. And that broke a streak of like 20 games in a row. So he finds a way to score the ball. Um, And he's just so he's like a Swiss army knife. You can, put him in any situation you can have him run a fade route in the back of the end zone against a linebacker and have him expect to win that matchup you can have him catch a screen pass and take it to the house or you can just give it to him you know off of a handoff so it's it's a weapon that no other team really has when it comes to that running back position and they also have the wide receiver version of that in Debo Samuel so Really, the true MVP here is Kyle Shanahan's system and how he's able to get every playmaker on that team touches. It's amazing, right? It's like in basketball, the Clippers right now, they look terrible on offense. They're just not efficient. It's ISO ball. It's your turn, my turn. Whereas the Niners, they get the ball to everyone. Everyone gets touches. Everyone gets an opportunity to score. And it's really just a beautiful thing to watch. And McCaffrey is the center of that.
0: Yeah, that's that's a really impressive job by the coaching staff. And to think about how you can have so many guys and so many weapons and all of them are producing, it just speaks volumes to the game plan. I'm super confident in this team going forward, just seeing how they've played against some of the NFL's Top teams, even if they go on another two game losing streak, I'm not going to be too concerned as long as they have most of their main guys intact. I think this is pretty easily going to be my favorite moving forward till the end of the year. Like I said, even if they do drop a couple of games, just because they rise to the occasion and they might have won last year if it wasn't for a QB injury, anyways. So this year they're coming coming with a vengeance i know this game was big for them being that they did lose to the eagles in the playoffs last year um but you know with everyone there look what they did to them
1: yeah they should be everyone's favorite they've been mine for a while so everybody just start hopping on the bandwagon
0: yes sir okay and then moving on to another team and player who has been really impressive this season um Earlier, um, on a different podcast, you mentioned that CJ Stroud could be an MVP candidate if the Texans were a better team. Um, today, they just ended the red-hot Broncos' five-game winning streak. They're seven and five on the season now. CJ CJ Stroud already has three thousand five hundred passing yards, twenty touchdowns, five picks. How many games do you think the Texans would need to win? for CJ Stroud to get legit consideration from voters for MVP? Cause he's probably not going to win, but do you think there's a world where he's viewed is a legit candidate who should be given consideration? Make
1: the playoffs. I think if he takes the Texans who had the second worst record in football and should have had the worst record in football um, last season to the playoffs with the type of, of throws he's making the way he's controlling the offense and the production that he's able to produce on a week in week out basis with really minimal mistakes. He had one game where he threw three picks and outside of that, he barely turns the ball over. Um, So with all that into consideration, if he can squeeze this team into the playoffs, he should definitely get votes. Um, If not be a dark horse favorite. Because this this MVP year is probably the most open we've had it in uh, I, a long, long time, to be honest. This is anyone's year. And if CJ keeps playing like this, the only thing that's really holding them back is the stigma that he's a rookie, you know? I mean, he's, he's making plays that prime veteran quarterbacks like Dak Prescott... Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes are making. Um, and it's just the fact that he's a rookie, um, but that just make the playoffs. That short answer to that question: make the playoffs.
0: Pretty solid, pretty solid. Kind of surprised me if your Dak Prescott in there threw me off. The well, he's there. having
1: a monster year.
0: He's having <laughs> he a is, monster he year. He is. Hey, you know, I those just, are the I guys. Don't...
1: Those are the guys that are being talked about for MVP right now.
0: True, 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 true. I just don't like the Cowboys, so you know, nope. there's that. But, anyways, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they still oh, had they had their best win today against the six and six or Thursday against the six and six team. I haven't beaten anyone over five hundred. But besides the point, going back to the Texans, for me, I think they have to win their division over the Jaguars, um, and likely winning about twelve games, which means they would have to win out. I just think as you mentioned, the stigma kind of, or the fact that he's a rookie is really going to hold people back from wanting to vote for him. So I think winning the division and winning 12 games would give him a chance to get legit, legit consideration. I mean, he's already locked up offensive rookie of the year. He could not play another snap the rest of the year and still win this award. Um, And honestly, I'm kind of high on the rest of the Texans team in general especially after watching them today against the Broncos um Stroud is really good we know that he gets a lot of attention recently deserved like deserving it because he's played so well they also have other nice young pieces um Nico Collins a wide receiver I think that guy's legit he had almost 200 receiving yards today uh, Tang Dell the rookie from Houston. Um, he's out for the year. He just broke his leg, but he's having a great year. Rookie Will Anderson, who they used with their third pick, defensive player. The stats not might not be there compared to some other guys, but he's been having a fantastic season, a very disruptive player. Um, and Derek Stingley Jr., who was actually picked over Sauce Gardner in the same draft, a pick before. People thought it was kind of crazy. He had two picks today. He's had like five on the season. He's been having a really good year. You know, rookie head coach D'Amico Ryan's. I think within the next two seasons, the Houston Texans are going to be a true Super Bowl contender.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they draft, if they continue to draft well, All right? This team has been a poverty franchise ever since J.J. Watt had his best shot at an MVP. You know, um, you know, getting Bill O'Brien out of there helps. Oof! Oh yeah. Uh, trading D Hop for. A fifth round pick or whatever, whatever. Anyway, they've turned it around, but CJ Stroud's the main reason. And I guess pointing to your take of they'd have to win the division for him to get consideration. If he if they win the division, he should be number 1 or number 2 on your ballot. I'm think I'm looking at consideration as okay, he's top 5 for MVP. Especially in such an open year, but my take is if they actually win the division, which most likely won't happen, um, he should be number one or number two on your ballot if you're voting.
0: I mean that that's that's a fair point because, like you mentioned, the turnaround they had it won like they were awful last year, such 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 a bad team. Um, and if they win their division, that like I said, they're probably getting they past the eight and three Jags. Um, and if they do win twelve games he would definitely have to be top three and if he kept putting up the numbers he's putting up i mean there would be a world depending on what else happens around the nfl you know depending on how other teams finish the year what stats other guys put up for the rest of the season i mean you're right there's no reason why he wouldn't not just get consideration but get consideration for winning the award i just don't think he really would get that just because of he's a rookie i mean i can't think of any Modern day rookie who has won the award. I mean, Cam Newton had a 4,000 yard passing season, 700 rush, rushing yards, over 20 passing touchdowns, like 14 rushing touchdowns. um The Panthers made the playoffs and he wasn't an MVP. So I just think it's going to be really difficult for him to win it just because he's a rookie.
1: Yeah, the only difference is with all of those rookies that had outstanding years. That ended up making the playoffs and having this big turnaround season for the franchise. They turned the ball over like crazy. Sam Newton had over 20 turnovers. Andrew Luck had over 20 turnovers. Justin Herbert had a fantastic rookie year. And this is probably the most comparable season to that. He just didn't make the playoffs. Right. So doing the combination of both. Doing an outstanding job at revitalizing a franchise into a playoff from the number two pick a year ago and not having the typical turnover extravaganza fiesta that most rookies have i think that combination of it you should we should stop looking at him as a rookie now i mean he's already leaps and bounds better than your average rookie
0: yeah yeah very true and in terms of the Texans now being seven and five, they're firmly in a wild card position at the moment. What are you thinking about this current wild card race so far?
1: Well, right now you've got four teams locked in seven and five race kind of a deal. You have the Browns, you have the Steelers, you have the Colts, and you have the Texans. Currently, the order is the fifth seed belongs to the Steelers, due to the t- various tiebreakers that they do that I don't even know how to get into. If you look on ESPN, that's literally a paragraph long. Um, then the sixth seed goes to the Browns. The seventh seed, actually due to a head-to-head tiebreaker, belongs to the Indianapolis Colts. So the season ended today, the Houston Texans would be the eighth seed, just missing the playoffs. They end up playing each other week I guess it's technically week 18 or week 17. It's the last week of the NFL season. So when winning you get in, basically, if this continues to go the way it goes. The Texans also play the Browns three weeks from now, and the Colts play the Steelers two weeks from now. So all four of those teams will play each other heading into the final stretch of the season. Um, I guess my question for you is, Out of the Texans or the Colts, since they're in the same division, which team do you think has the best chance of actually making the playoffs this year?
0: I'm going with the Texans just simply because of, well, mostly because of QB play. Um, Gardner Minshew, he's a nice player. Um, He's a fringe starting QB, right? He'll probably always have a starting job um, or be a high-level backup. But, you know, the Colts, the Colts are solid. Um, they are already about as good as I thought they were. So they're a little better than I was thinking they would be um, if they continue their pace. But I like just C.J. Stroud um, giving the Texans a higher ceiling. And like I mentioned before, um, Nico Collins this is legit for the Texans. More, more, more people should be talking about him. Um, you know, they have... Good young players, good defense. Uh, Texans are solid. I mean, they're a little bit older. They released one of their linebackers recently, which I thought was interesting. One of their veteran linebackers who was the starter. But I would I would I would go with the Texans. I like I like their ceiling as being able to do more a little bit better.
1: Yeah. I think the Texans have an easier road. Um the Texans play the Jets, Titans, Browns, Titans again, and then the Colts. The Colts play the Bengals, Steelers, Falcons, Raiders, Texans. So you've got the Steelers and Falcons as well as a head-to-head matchup against the Texans. So three really good teams. Bengals are beaten up, but they're still, you know, I mean, they're the Bengals. They're five and six. They're they they're an average NFL team. Raiders are kind of in that same boat, just an average NFL team. Uh, the Titans and the Jets. Both are mediocre or below average NFL teams at this point because they can't put points on the board. Today, the Titans played the Colts really well um, in an overtime matchup, but I'd have to agree with you simply because of strength of schedule. It's way easier for the Texans down the road. Brown Steelers, you know, you can say if both of those teams, if the Colts and the Texans respectfully lose to each of those teams, um, the Colts still have a harder schedule. So um, I can't ride with my Colts. Can't ride with my Colts. They're a huge surprise. The mere fact that they won seven games, I'm astonished by. I thought they would suck, especially with all the drama with Jonathan Taylor coming into the year and Anthony Richardson like perpetually getting injured early on in the year. I'm really impressed with Gardner Minshew as a Colts fan, but I can't ride with my own team, which is depressing to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, there are still some other wildcard teams that could come up. You know, you still got the Broncos, still got the Bills, you know. Are the Broncos actually a decent team after that win streak? Are the Bills, you know, we all know how talented they are. Um, The Steelers feel like they're kind of on the downturn. Kenny Pickett's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, Browns, you know, without Deshaun Watson now, what are they going to do the rest of the year? DTR got hurt against the Broncos. He didn't play today, and they lost uh, to the Rams. Like, it's going to be a tight, tight battle to the end of the year. I think um, overall, can, with a lot of these teams,
1: can Buffalo squeeze in? I think that's the only team that isn't currently like in the top eight of the division of the conference. The, the, I don't want to ro- count the Broncos out because they have a pretty easy schedule to go the rest yeah. of the way. The Bills just have a nightmare of a schedule. In comparison, the Bills you're looking at, let me pull it up here real quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I know at least I know for the Broncos they have they play the Lions, and then the rest of their schedule is very winnable because they play the Chargers twice, who won six to zero today against New England. They play the Raiders. Um, Who are starting a rookie QB now at this point? Like those are three games they could easily easily win, and that right there with those three games would give them a winning record if they could pull them out at nine wins. So, I think I don't think they're out of it, but we're it's still a to be determined after that win streak if they're an actual good team or not. Like like I'm a Broncos fan, and you just never know what's gonna happen.
1: I think they have a chance just because they have a soft schedule. Um, the Bills have a nightmare. They're the, the Bills are the best team, talent wise at least, out of all of the teams that are in that wild card race, including the Browns, including the Steelers. Talent wise, they should be competing for the division. They just, like we said before, they're pretenders, man. They're pretenders,
0: pretenders. They play up
1: and they play down to their competition. They're really going to have to start playing up because their next games are the Chiefs, the Cowboys. Chargers, Patriots, and the Dolphins to end the year. So they have two games that they should absolutely win and will be favored in. They have three games in which they won't be favored. That's a projection of an 8-9 and record to end the year. A losing record for a team that we both thought would win the division.
0: Oh, yeah. We thought it was great. We thought their over-under was way too low. And at this point, it's looking like it was way too high. Which is a big switch up. I mean, and even just looking at the point differential for the Bills, it's crazy that they're six and six somehow because they have three hundred twenty-eight points for and two hundred twenty-seven points against them. It's almost a hundred points differential, and they're five hundred. How does that even happen? Like when they win, they're killing people, and when they lose, it's close. I guess is the kind of deal with them. They can't win a close game apparently.
1: Yeah, they. They lose close ones. They've had, a, they've had a nightmare of a schedule, which is something that we honestly overlook just because they're the Bills. They've perpetually been good the past two, three seasons. Um, so I honestly think they're out unless they just start really just playing up. They it's It's make or break every week for them, starting yeah. now. Whereas... The Colts, the Texans, they have some wiggle room because they have some easily winnable games against the Bengals and the Jets next week, you know. And the Texans, along with the Broncos, probably have the softest remaining strength of schedule um, out of the wild card race teams.
0: Yeah, so... Anyone who's listening to this, let us know your wildcard predictions down down below in the comments. Who's going to make it? Who's going to miss it? And then moving on to some more statistical things, uh, looking to break some records, we have Tyreek Hill. Today, Tyreek Hill had five receptions, 157 yards, and two touchdowns against the Commanders. He currently has 1,481 yards and 12 reception touchdowns this season with five games less. He is currently on pace to get the 2,000 yards for the rest of the season if he keeps doing his average yards per game and all that. The Dolphins' remaining schedule is the Titans, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills to end the season. Roland, can he get to that 2,000-yard mark?
1: Well, back when we... Gave our kind of mid-season awards. I said yes. I still think so. Uh, You know. He's 500 yards away. Give or take. Uh, And he's averaging 120 something yards a game. Like you said. He's at 1,481. 12 receiving touchdowns. His end of year pace. If he keeps this up to be exact. He will end of the year with 132 receptions. 2,098 yards. 17 receiving touchdowns. He's averaging a receiving touchdown a game, which is crazy. Um, What I found more impressive, because I think it's almost a foregone conclusion, it's impossible to game plan for this guy, and they have just used him to the ground because he accounts for 43% of Tua's passing yards. So 43% of the total receiving yards, uh, passing yards, go to Tyreek Hill on a team with Jalen Waddell and a backfield that's crazy talented. And he's accounting for about 30% of the team's total offense um, at the receiver position. If you're comparing to Calvin Johnson's year, which we all know he has the the receiving record, 122 receptions, 1,964 yards, so 1,964 yards, and only five receiving touchdowns. Um, he accounted for thirty nine percent of Stafford's passing yards that year in two thousand and twelve and about thirty percent of the team's total offense. So pretty comparable. Um, the difference here, the lions were four and twelve. The dolphins have a legit chance if they start playing less like the Cowboys uh, to win the con their their side of the bracket, win the conference. Now, I personally think the biggest detriment to this team is the fact that they just can't win big games. And they have a lot of big games coming up. So we'll see. But I think, to answer your question, yes, he will break the 2,000-yard mark.
0: I have a, I have a stipulation. I have something... Well, not really a stipulation, but I have something I think he needs to do to get that 2,000-yard mark. I think if he's going to get it, he needs another 200-yard game. He has won this year versus the Chargers. It was the first game of the year. If he doesn't do that again, I don't think he's going to make it. Just because something you mentioned, he has to get at least over 100 yards per game. I mean, give or take. Um, and he I needs to hit
1: right around 500. It's like 500, yeah, 500 total yards left. It's 520 away. So so
0: ish, you 105
1: know? yards a game.
0: Yeah. yeah, so a little over 100 yards per game. But they play good teams, and the Dolphins, they struggle against those good teams. And not that I don't think Tyreek Hill isn't good enough, because he's proven time and time again. He can just put up the stats. But I think the Dolphins' team struggles could affect his production. So I think if he wants to get that 2,000-yard mark, like they play the Titans next week— um, he's got to get, I think, a 200-yard game, one of those 190-yard games. I think if he can get a 200-yard game in there, because I bet he has one game when he only gets like 50 or so yards because, you know, the Ravens, the Bills could be in a a, a playoff situation at the end of the year. Um, Jets are a tough defense. Cowboys are a good defense. Well, first of all, that will be the ultimate um, can't-win-a-game-against-a-good-team bowl, uh, Cowboys versus Dolphins. Yeah. But... I mean, surfing the calendars, which (laughs) team is more of a fraud Dolphins or the Cowboys. So literally just looking at that. Yeah. So looking at that, I think he has to have one of those big time games and he'll get it. I don't think if he has another big game like that, I don't think he's going to get there just because I don't believe in the dolphins enough. I believe in Tyreek, but not the dolphins.
1: I agree. I think next week is when it's going to happen if it's going to happen where he goes for a monster yardage game, he's going to be impactful in any game he plays. And he probably will score in most of them just because he has such a high usage rate for a receiver. But like you were saying, the Jets, the Ravens, the Cowboys, and even the Bills when they decide to have an elite caliber level of defense. And that's his last four games of the year. So it's, it's it's coming down to the wire. I'm going to project that he does do it, that greatness will be achieved um, by Tyreek Hill, but it's going to be really close.
0: Absolutely. Uh, anything else on Tyreek Hill?
1: Um, should he
0: have his name in the
1: hat for MVP so far?
0: You know, I was thinking about this, and... I know it's become a QB award, right? I think Adrian Peterson was the last non-QB to win it. 2012. Yeah, Yeah. he had like 2,000 rushing yards or something like that. Really good year. Honestly, especially this kind of year, yes, he should be in consideration. But it's just become such a QB award, like the Heisman Trophy. They almost should just have a QB of the year award. And then an MVP or something like that. Because, you know, obviously the QB is the most important player on the team. But for the Miami Dolphins, Tyreek Hill is the most important player for the Dolphins. And like we mentioned before, Christian McCaffrey is the most important player for the San Francisco 49ers. So I think he should get a lot more MVP consideration than he's currently getting. I mean, I think they've only lost three times this year. So they're up there with the records for the best teams in the NFL. And, you know, he really... He really, especially 2,000 receiving yards, no one's ever done that before. And if he gets a touchdown per game doing so with about 17 touchdowns, he already has two rushing touchdowns. So technically, he only really needs three to average out for a touchdown per game. So I think, yeah, he should get more consideration in the open year.
1: This year is a lot, it's very similar to the year Adrian Peterson won it, as in there wasn't a clear cut quarterback that was better than everybody else, um, statistically speaking. Uh, And you had a skilled position player do something that had never been done before. Right, you had the combination of those two. The same thing is happening this year. There's no real standout quarterback that should win the award outright. Right, if you had a Patrick Mahomes like last year, or an Aaron Rodgers when he won back-to-back MVPs, we're having a different conversation. But it's so wide open for so many quarterbacks because none of them are really having an outstanding year. You know, Jalen Hurts probably is having the best year of his career, but it's no—it's not so much better than every other quarterback play that you're probably just ending up saying, "Well, he's just the new guy, right? He hasn't won it." Lamar's already won it. Mahomes has already won it. You know, Dax, the Cowboys, you know, whatever. They won't be a high enough seed. Brock Purdy has 1,000 weapons. So we'll just give it to Jalen Hurts because, you know, he's the next next quarterback in line, I guess. I would much rather see the NFL give it to a player like Tyreek Hill who does something at his position that – if he reaches that 2000 receiving yards threshold has never been done before. And a touchdown, a game from a receiver is ridiculous, right? That's Gronk. That's Rob Gronkowski level uh, scoring. I think he had 18 touchdowns in a year. So if he can reach what he's projected to reach based off of his averages, I really think he should win MVP and I would much rather see that than give it to Jalen hurts. Who's averaging two interceptions a game being near or, you know, a Dak Prescott Dallas Cowboy award.
0: I, I, thousand percent agree with you. I think the NFL should give it to him if the dolphins are a playoff team, right? If they win their division and he hits that mark, I agree with you. I don't even think it should be an argument to be honest. Um, I just, I don't know if it's actually going to happen or not. It just, it feels like, like it's been 10 plus years. It just, like I said, like the Heisman Trophy just feels like now it's just like, oh, who is the best QB this year kind of deal. And it's MVP, not best QB award. So
1: it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate because then we're just forced to talk about one position and one position only. I know quarterbacks are super valuable, but in today's league, Wide receivers are the second most valuable position in football, like on the offensive side of the ball, if not in football in general, right? We're looking at Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest to ever do a struggle to score because he has literally nobody to throw to. And we're looking at Tua, who's having a monster year himself, mostly because he's got an unlimited amount of weapons. Same with the 49ers. Same with freaking Jalen Hurts. He's got artillery everywhere to throw to. Right? And Tyreek is clearly above everyone else at his position right now. Whereas Tua, or whereas uh, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, they're not really clearly above anyone this year. So I think my vote, if, if... The season ends the way I think it's going to end would go to Tyreek Hill. Probably won't happen, like you said, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. So anyone who's listening today, let us know. Should not only will Tyreek Hill, do you think he'll get 2,000 yards? But also, do you think he should be in the MVP conversation? We both do. We believe he should be there. Um, NFL should move away from the QB MVP. But anyways, thanks everyone who is listening today uh, to our NFL stuff. Uh, Check us out again next week. We'll have something else coming, more to come soon, working on some stuff, and have a good one, y'all.